Hey everyone, this is Deacon Estalia, and this is the Post Sermon Podcast. We are recording a special episode today with actually three of us here. We have Pastor Adam. Hi, Deaconess. And Vicar James. Hello, all. And this is our farewell episode to Vicar James, and we probably sound a little differently right now, and that's because we are recording a conversation with the three of us with just one microphone. So if it sounds a little different, that is why. But let's go ahead and get started. So you are finished with your, your vicarage now, well almost, I guess a few more days, and you're about to start your fourth year of seminary. So what are you expecting in this next year? Lots of sleep, I think. Sleep, and Sunday's not coming, which is what you said too. <laughs> yeah, Sunday's not coming. No, I don't think it'll be lots of sleep, but uh, yeah, it's going to be a little bit of a change, I think. Um, well, I'm certain, so I'm going to be going back into... Um, a classroom environment, it's going to be a little different. Um, you know, it's funny, my first class in my first semester isn't until 1030. So. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that sounds lush. Yeah, yeah, yeah so uh, really it just worked out that way. The, the, the classes that I, you know, I, I signed up for and selected, they, they were the earliest, or at least one's 1030. So. so, yeah, so I'll get to sleep in a little bit. So. And I'm really curious, what classes are you taking? Uh, so I'm uh, taking, uh, in the first semester, I'm taking uh, Systematics 2 with uh, Beerman. taking an Ethics class with Beerman. Um, That's a stellar class. Yeah, I had that. I right. Yeah, I'm at seminary. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm actually taking three systematics classes uh, yeah, with him. Um, this is, I'm looking forward to those. I really enjoy the systematics ones. Um, and then I am taking um, a history of the, um, uh, the controversies in the LCMS with uh, Bodie and Herman. So that'll be fun. So, yeah, maybe you should clarify a couple of things. So systematics of your doctrine classes. Yeah, yeah. And then this one is talking about our... As Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, we don't have a whole ton of history or exciting points but this is like one of the only ones and what's what's that about yeah so that's a you know that's about the the seminex where the church um where where part of the church broke off from uh, from the lcms and eventually changed and became the elca so that's the elca today so, so it's a little, a little more complicated than that but uh, but that's what that one's about uh, and then i've, I've got to take a preaching course and sure there's one more in there I have to take. I can't remember what it is, though. So. Man, man, four classes. No, I was kidding. <laughs> wow, so what are you doing this year? I told you, it's going to get a lot of sleep. A lot of sleep. Oh, well, then also there's uh, languages, too. We have the language tests coming up, too. So I'll be studying for those a lot, too. Yeah. So I think one topic to get into, not only do you have your classes, but uh, it you, you, the countdown starts to call day. How many days till call day? Do you know? No idea. It's uh, well, so it's April. Yeah. Like uh, I'm not sure, but I think it's like April 28th or oh, something. Okay, like that. yeah. You'll definitely have that guy in your class that will tell you down to the minute, like when call day is, and like. You should make a bunch of links. Yeah, don't be for that guy. Each day. <laughs> <laughs> so then you want me to call you up every day and tell you how many more days to call day? No, no, I, I don't want to have to block you. Uh, I like to maintain a good relationship with you. So that'd be good. Yeah. And well, since it is less than a year away, I mean, that really, I mean, nine months is not that much time. Does it feel long? Does it still feel like, oh, that's way off in the distant? Or is it starting to become more and more real? No, you know, I, I wouldn't say it feels long or short. I just, I, to be honest with you, it's not something I've really been focusing on the last year. So um, I just, uh, um, yeah, it's just, it, it, I think it'll become more real next year. You know, it's just, it's not, it's, it's not something that I've been just concentrating on, so. It's also yeah. not something I really worry too much about. I and I guess, sure, sure, that makes sense. And this would be a question maybe for both of you guys, just in case, I'm sure a lot of people listening, myself included, you know, I'm not super familiar with the 
call process from the seminary. So what are some things that'll happen this year to kind of get you ready for the actual call day where you find out where you'll go? Well, I can only give you general information because we haven't gone through it, but Pastor Adam probably has a little bit more uh, information there. But I know that um, it's a little similar to the vicarage process in that they interview you and, uh, you know, they have you fill out. What's the name of that? form you have to fill out with uh, your different um, theological positions and stuff? Oh, the set? Yeah, you have to fill Self-evaluation tool? Yeah, self-evaluation yeah. tools. You have to fill that out. And, and it just, it asks questions like, you know, what is your preference or your opinion on music and um, yeah, communion? Be, and Yeah, and there's also just things like they'll try to find out, you know, what are general areas of the country you like to live in mm-hmm. or a type of community or a type mm-hmm. of ministry, a mission yeah. plant or yeah. urban ministry and so on. And, and yeah. they kind of gather up all this data about you. Mm-hmm. And then you have all these churches that are calling. So there's some kind of matching that happens. Yeah. But at the end of the day, uh, you don't always really know where you're going until mm-hmm. it's, it's called day itself. Yeah. And you mentioned they interview you. Who is they exactly? Uh, that'll be Dr. Nielsen. He's the placement director, the, and uh, he does. Uh, as far as I know, he's the only one that actually interviews you, unless you get unless you get interviewed with a particular church. And it'll be you and Lacey, right? Uh, yeah, Lacey we'll and I be will be interviewed. They, they always encourage your spouse to be there because you know, she's going to be part of the ministry, you know, in yeah. some some way or another. So yeah, sure, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So our church bodies divide up into thirty-five districts. So he's cut the country. There's 33 regional districts and there's a few national districts. One's called the English District and one's the SCLC District. That's the Slovak, right? Deacon, you were part of the Slovak uh, District. Yeah, I used point. to be SCLC District, right, the first right. one. Um, so it used to be Slovak. It's actually like not anymore. Yeah, yeah. And so these are just some more historic names. So like the English District was, well, these are all the English-speaking Lutheran churches way back when yeah. we were all a German-speaking <laughs> yeah. church but body. Yeah. You will find a, a, quite a few of those churches are historically Slovak, yeah. which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, but they're non-geographic, so it can. Yeah. There were SCLC churches in Indiana, Illinois, um, in East Coast area. I forgot where exactly, but yeah, sure. it could be anywhere in the country. Right. And so being in the Ohio district currently, St. John, uh, so we have the whole state of Ohio, all of West Virginia, and a little bit of Kentucky. So mm-hmm. most of the districts are geographic like that, and they all have a, a district president or a bishop might be an appropriate word. And so you have thirty-five of them. And they all know their congregations. They know who needs pastors and church workers. And so they're working with our seminaries. So Dr. Nielsen, you mentioned, would be the placement director for the St. Louis Seminary. And they're all trying to haggle this all out. NFL draft makes it sound too cool, um, but it's but it's definitely along those lines there. And, and all in all, in the entire process, the Holy Spirit's guiding it. And we, and we trust it as, as human and as involved and you know preferences and all that. The Spirit is raising up uh, workers for the church. Christ is sending out laborers into the harvest fields. And that's so cool. And you, you go to seminary and, you know, call day is coming. And it's, it's always coming. And and even coming off of vicarage, you're not even waiting a whole year, right? It's going to be yeah. April. And that's that's always a little daunting to realize. It's it's going to be real much sooner than, than you think. And I remember going off of vicarage and just kind of being able to breathe and I need to read more. I need to pause for a minute and just kind of catch up. And because yeah. it's, it, it, you know, the, the tone changes in your classes. Your, your profs treat you a little bit differently. And it's pretty cool to, to be on the side of it. Anything so then else? where do you hope to be called? Well, it's interesting. We, we're not really, um, we're not interested so much in geography. Um, we're more interested in um, 
having the right fit. Um, two things we're looking for um, are a state that has good homeschooling laws because my, you know, because Lacey homeschools the boys, and so that's 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 our probably number one priority. And then our number two is we would like to go to a church that has an active youth group because Joey is going to be getting into that age group, and I think that's important. Um, so. I mean, we wouldn't mind going back to Texas, but that's not the number one priority. We would prefer to go somewhere where those like other Ohio. Yeah, Ohio <laughs> would be fine with us. It's, yeah. it's got, it has good uh, homeschool laws, and we wouldn't mind, and we love it here. Of course, we've only ever been to Dublin and <laughs> the surrounding area. So. I thought you were just going to say an area that doesn't get a lot of snow. I thought oh, that, that would be good. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, I'm trying to think of what else. So. Um, uh, you know, Vicar, we're almost done uh, yeah. with our time together here. We got a few things to button up. Part of the vicarage process is we do evaluations, and mm -hmm. so you're you're completing your final evaluation from your standpoint, and yeah. I have a full evaluation I have to fill out for you. And mm -hmm. and typically, uh, the expectation is we sit down and we share them together and talk about them. So I thought we could do it over the podcast. Oh, right? sounds good. Yeah, yeah. my joke. See. <laughs> <laughs> See, what, I, what people don't know is I have to evaluate the pastor, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, no, so the seminary cares about, you know, how are their vicars formed over the year, but they also care about, you know, what congregations and supervisors mm -hmm. they send their vicars to. And so yeah. we'll have that uh, yeah, not recorded, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. Um, it should be a, a good conversation there. Well, I have a question for you. Do you have any memories of St. John that you'll take back with you? Oh yeah, I, I think so. Um, the, the like the first week I was here, I was dancing and singing. <laughs> That's right. It was VBS week. <laughs> yeah. So like right away, they uh, you threw me into VBS and uh, and. Uh, I'm not even sure what my title was, but um, <laughs> what, what, <laughs> what the name of my job was. But uh, yeah, I had to um, I had to teach uh, the 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 classes to the kids, and then they had the um, videos, and then there was lots of there was lots of dancing and singing going on. So yeah, I don't think I'm gonna forget that. <laughs> There's lots of things that I enjoyed here. I I really liked. Um, Easter Vigil Service is another fun. That's what I was just thinking about. Yeah. I thought Holy Week just in general yeah. is always really cool to go with, like, or to just have as a staff have mm -hmm. that experience mm -hmm. together. But yeah, the vigil. Yeah, actually. yeah. I think uh, I think for me, Holy Week was a little bit um, a little bit uh, less uh, hectic than Pastors was for certain, <laughs> um, and so I kind of got to step back a little bit and and and, and I, I i mean i don't know if you didn't i mean i'm assuming you enjoyed the, the 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 easter vigil but i kind of didn't really have um after i preached monday thursday easter week was kind of um just you know i was doing i was helping with the liturgy and all so i got to i got to enjoy the easter vigil um you know and not worry so much about preaching the next day or having all these other things going on and so yeah I, I really enjoyed that so it was kind of kind of fun Easter week going through I could see kind of both perspectives where I got to kind of enjoy the service and see how things were going on but also see how hectic it was for pastor you know yeah. as he was going through it so yeah so I thought that was that was a, that was good can I just say one memory I won't forget this has to be around the time you got here but it was Irish fest oh. and remember Irish fest was very <laughs> different and it was raining the whole time and we were like inside for a while and we came back out to the tents and not too many people came by but it was yeah. kind of fun yeah, yeah, weather was terrible. They had a bunch of um, COVID procedures in place. So it was just a very different experience still. Yeah. And we were just all night as a staff. We were just trying to paint a picture for uh, for. Uh, we were trying to, yeah, see what, what it's, it's really, really like. like. And yeah. it's like, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was fine, but it wasn't, yeah. I think it 
was about we were there for about four hours or something like that. Mm-hmm. We spent about an hour and a half in the in inside of a building because it was yeah, right storming right outside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, uh, Vicar, uh, one of the things that the seminary really relies upon is the the year of vicarage is being a formative year a year to teach a lot and, and do a lot of things that you don't necessarily pick up in the classroom and so what's something you, you learned here but not at the seminary i think probably the thing i'm going to take away as far as teaching is concerned is um, the importance of the systematics classes um i really uh, you know in fact i wasn't entirely certain how well how, what classes are going to take in my fourth year until um until this year when i started to teach the different classes i realized how important it is to be just to have that the, the systematics locked in like you to be able to just say the the theology and the, the and and be able to speak it as we understand it as lutherans and so i um i think that that uh, is something i learned here it's not something that they necessarily like beat into you there because before uh you come here i think we only have two or three systematics classes and they're kind of general and so um, so I think it's really helpful um, I mean Dr. Mars is a professor at um, seminary you know uh, he mentioned one time that you know seminary students are really good at uh, talking about uh, uh, theology but they don't know where to find it <laughs> And that's kind of how I felt some of the times. It's like I know what the right answer is, and I can kind of roundabout get there. Um, but I think that um, I think that was something that was really um, locked in for me here. Mm-hmm. Is like the importance of being able to just articulate that uh, in the right way. And so yeah. So again, the systematics. Those are the the doctrine courses. Mm-hmm. Often when we hear the word doctrine, we think of just something that's on the shelf. It yeah. collects dust. It's it's a piece of history. Mm-hmm. Well. Well, actually not. The, there are there are history classes. There's historical theology classes yeah. you take, so like your your controversies. Mm-hmm. One year you mentioned, but systematics and doctrine is all about how do we take this faith that Jesus has given to us and how do we live and apply it today. Yeah. And so it's it's a, it's a living tension. It's a living conversation, and it's the unchanging faith of Christ. And yeah, uh, you know, you're you start leading a Bible study and people start asking questions, and you just got to start to be nimble on your feet and. Yeah. Um, yeah, I could see why you, you have that appreciation there. And at the same time, I think part of the task of theology is saying, I don't know, and, yeah. and when to keep silence, um, yeah. you know, when to not speak, when, when Christ hasn't spoken either about this. Yeah, yeah, and I'd just add to that, I mean, when to keep silence and just, like, showing sensitivity, too. Like, sometimes the questions, like, what is the question behind the question? Yeah. I know that's something that we talk about and I've learned from you, mm-hmm. um, but just to... Be sensitive of that, where people are coming from with it, but still, of course, boldly, you know, teaching what we know to be true as well. So now that we're on the other side of your vicarage, um, I'm sure you've already gotten this question a lot. Why do you want to be a pastor? You know, I, I've, um, I've had that question. You're right, I've had that question quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I've, um, you know, I, I've, it, it's been a long road to get here. <laughs> I'm almost 50. <laughs> Um, but you know, I've been. I, it's something that I've thought about for a, a long time. I've always enjoyed um, speaking to people about God. Um, um, you know, um, it's, it's one of my favorite topics. 
<laughs> maybe to maybe to annoy other people, <laughs> but um, I've always enjoyed uh, uh, theology. I've always enjoyed people, uh, you know, and just uh, having relationships with people. And so, just over time, um, various people have asked, you know, hey, why don't you do this? You know, why don't you uh, go to seminary? Um, you know, it's been probably twenty years now since the first pastor asked me if I was uh, interested in going. So why be a pastor? I, I think it's an important job, and um, and it's something that I uh, enjoy doing, teaching, preaching, and just um, caring for people, being out there and, and, and talking to people and um, being there for them. And so so it's just something I, that I felt called to do. Um, and I'm kind of a slow learner, so it took me a few years to get there. <laughs> so. Yeah, and I remember way back when, you already mentioned Dr. Nielsen. He's mm-hmm. the director of placement, but he's mm-hmm. also the director of vicarage. Mm-hmm. And he gave me a, a phone call uh, back when we still had Vicar Caleb, right? We still finished uh, Caleb's vicarage here. And he was saying, hey, I might have someone who's interested, who, who might be a good fit for Vicar this upcoming year. But um, there, was, there was a question about homeschool laws and stuff mm-hmm. and, and whatnot in this area. But also, uh, would it be okay if he's older than you? He's a, he's a second career guy. And that was an exciting opportunity just to show that, you know, the Lord calls people into the ministry and it's it's not just oh, I, I I miss my chance or something like that, but there's always the opportunity to grow, and so I just enjoyed uh, the opportunity this year working with you. I was thinking back to seminary as well. I don't know, probably half of my class is second career, or you know, it wasn't just straight through undergrad to seminary. I want the breakdown this for you guys right now. Yeah, I think it's it's probably slightly less than half our um, second career, um, but most of the second careers are probably in their 30s. Uh, there's one guy who's um, 46, so he's right behind me. Um, and then uh, we did have um, we did have. Uh, Two RARs who were older than me. So RARs, a residential alternative route. They um, slightly different program, but um, they're yeah, another they're, way to head to ordination. Yeah, yes, yeah. another way to head to ordination. So there, there's is just a three year program. Um, um, but yeah, so the, and the, one of them was 66, and the other one I can't remember. I think he was he was in his 60s. But uh, yeah, so so when I get back, I'll be the oldest guy in the class. <laughs> no, that's yeah. You're the back. No, and I, I had a couple of I, a group of three mm-hmm. alternate route guys in my class. Yeah, they're the 60s or 70s, and yeah, they had to go through summer Greek and all that. And um, it's yeah. it's just cool to see. And there's just that commonality at seminary that we're on the, we're on the same path and the yeah. same journey. And there's a lot of camaraderie there. Yeah, that's one thing I'll be looking forward to uh, getting back is is getting back to, to, to with the guys that uh, you know I uh, trained with for two years and and seeing what their experiences were like and and uh, just catching up with them. So yeah, that's that is something I'm looking forward to. So. Do you have any encouragement for the next vicar? He's coming pretty soon. Yeah. Um, so I would say to the next vicar that uh, memorizing is hard stick with it it's worth it uh the other thing i think um try to say yes to everything because you're on vicarage and um it's the time and the opportunity to try as much as you can and so uh so i mean obviously there's going to be some things that are going to conflict and you're not going to be able to say yes but make sure you try to say yes to as much as you possibly can try to experience as much as you can even even the uncomfortable uh, you know i mean you know, uh, one of the things I wanted to do when I was on Vicarage was go visit people um, because I didn't have a lot of experience with uh, pastoral care. 
And honestly, you know, sometimes those aren't the most comfortable situations. And so, but, you know, it's good to have that experience. So I, I think that's uh, good. And, you know, when people, um, you know, invite you to do things or, you know, uh, to go places, you should try to say yes as much as you can um, because uh, it's going to give you the opportunity to get to know people and it's going to give you opportunities to experience things that you may not otherwise experience. So. Yeah, so you bring up something that is is a common talking point, at least at seminary or just in the church at large, about um, involvement and even just you know burnout for pastors mm-hmm. and church workers. And so, you know, the seminary is definitely concerned with making sure you set boundaries and protecting you know um, you know personal health and family time and, and this sort of thing. Um, but I think what you're bringing up is, you know, vicarage is a year just to try. Yeah. And I think that's more what you're getting at. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely want to make that distinction. That's not necessarily something that you would do, you know, as a pastor. But here is the opportunity to do those things and see where those boundaries are and try all those new things that uh, that you haven't done before. And yeah. so, yeah. So try to say yes as much as possible. Yeah, so. yeah. And, and vicarage is a place to kind of see what is my limit, what can I handle mm-hmm. or not, or when, you know, yeah. how do I know when I've reached that burning the candle at two ends? Like, it's mm-hmm. the cool thing about vicarage is it does end yeah and so it kind of gives that place to pause and you kind of re recalculate and recalibrate for okay what will this look like for me in ministry and so that i think that's part of it as well Mm -hmm. and when you're called and ordained you can say no (laughs) (laughs) well i don't necessarily think you should make a habit of saying no but, but definitely you know at that point it's it's you know you have to be more judicial with your time and all that but on vicarage it's the time to to experience, like Pastor just said, burning both ends of the candle and seeing what it's like. So yeah, exactly. yeah. When you got no more hoops to jump, then you can say no. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. uh, Vicar, that's gonna be weird. Uh, not to call you that pretty soon here. Um, you know, it's funny when I got here that that was uh, everybody else was used to the word vicar, but me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think Caleb and Caleb in his letter said you're a vicar now or something like that. Uh, it takes a little bit of getting used to the name there. <laughs> So yeah, so you guys are all uh, prepared for it. Just be prepared that the I don't know that it'll it'll, it'll make any difference. But yeah, I was like, wow, it's just a weird title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How can we uh, stay in contact with you? Uh, typically, we'll kind of hold on to contact info in our church directory app. But uh, is there any other way to kind of stay in touch? I mean, we'll be following um, news about call day and watching the live stream or. Well, uh, well, my phone number is on the card. I don't know if I'm gonna put it on the podcast, but uh, but that uh, <laughs> but it's available at the church. Um, so anybody can, of course, kind of get a contact with me there. Um, and then, of course, uh, I'm gonna give my email address to uh, to the church as well for uh, con- uh, the con- the seminary's email address. My my address at the seminary. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that'll all be available there. And then, of course, if any of y'all find yourself in St. Louis, um, don't hesitate to uh, to contact us. I happen to be a certified tour guide, as was Pastor Adam too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so um, if you're uh, if you happen to find yourself in St. Louis, come by and visit, and we'll give you a tour of the seminary. You, so. you can climb the tower. That's right. We'll take you up the tower and show you where all the secret places are in the seminary. So I'm trying to think, uh, Deaconess. Is there anything else we should uh, talk about here with our farewell episode? Yeah, I'm not sure if we have anything else that's kind of sad to end the episode. Uh, <laughs> but no, we've uh, really enjoyed having you here. Um, it's, I mean, you're only the, the second vicar we've had, but I think we've already learned so much, just like you've learned a lot coming here. Um, yeah. It was just really special on Sunday, being your last Sunday, and just having you and your family there in the in the handshake line on the way out, and just... 
um, not only having seen how you've grown this past year and just uh, uh, the, the, the joy that your family has heading towards ministry, but also just uh, the relation and connection you have here at St. John. And that's something I, I really love about the Vicarage program is we have, we have this connection across the wider church and her work. And so we have connection with, uh, with Caleb and the Worrells up in northern Minnesota and, and wherever the Lord calls you and places you as pastor, we have connection out there. And uh, uh, we look forward to, you know, when we cross paths again, you know, whether here or looking ahead to the new creation. It's been a joy to be here. We're, we're going to be sad to go. Yeah, <laughs> we'll definitely miss you. So you notice uh, when this episode came out, it's, um, you know, the Burks already moved away, but this is kind of a meant to fill a slot while we have some flux in our summer schedule amongst uh, preachers and staff. And uh, we're looking to get back into a more regular routine with the Post-Sermon Podcast. And yeah, we'll probably do an intro episode with uh, Vicar Allen, right? Oh, yeah, I was yeah. gonna ask that. When, when is the Vicar's first podcast? The new yeah, Vickers. I'm not sure, uh, but he'll probably sit in and observe one of them too. Yeah, yeah. You, you know when his first preaching date is? Uh, I have an idea in mind. I gotta confirm okay. my calendar with him, but okay. I think I think I know when we're gonna have him preach first. And I'm just excited for you, Deaconess, to be a host and just uh, just sit there in silence and see what he does. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Poor no. Guy. no, it'll no. be good. <laughs> All yeah. right. Well, that concludes our episode. Thank you again, Vicar, um, and for you. Or thank you to Pastor for joining us. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thanks for bearing with uh, the audio and let us know how how it sounded on your end. All right. We'll see y'all. All right. See you. Bye. Bye. Bye.